Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What is up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show and Aftershocks TV. And before we get to this next episode, just wanted to remind you, I have this book out there, Cause and Effect Turbo. It is about the Judas Priest release Turbo from 1986. Tells a lot of fun stories about that time, that time in my life, that time with the band. It's a cool, short, quick read. It is available now on Amazon.com or on my website, ChrisAikenBooks.com. So make sure you get it. Get it today. Don't hesitate, all right? All right, enough of me selling my shit. Here's something I don't have to sell. This next episode that you came here to see. It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. That's Mad Margaret from their 2007 release, Animal, with the title track. And we got the main animal of Mad Margaret with us uh, in the studio there, Chris. Welcome back to the uh, classic metal show there, Ed. What's happening, man? Good to see you guys again. Yeah, it's been a while, but uh, we're always glad to have you on whenever you have an opportunity to stop by this uh, lowly radio show. You know, <laughs> we can't uh, always depend on you big rock star guys to, uh, you know, patronize us. <laughs> Actually, it's my second time on this year, so th- this is a record for me. You're going to have to make, like, make me an honorary co-host. well if you want to step up to the third mic i'm sure chris and i would uh, be glad to step aside and let you let you take over yeah i don't know how good that'll go but thank you anyway (laughs) well you're a performer you're you're no uh stranger to uh you know entertaining the uh masses so uh this is no different yeah well if i have a guitar and I'm, i'm singing that's a little bit little bit easier for me talking and uh definitely having a quick wit isn't isn't my strong point <laughs> neither neither is mine or chris's we just, we just, we okay. just pretend we pretend that's right awesome well, well obviously eddie man um there is a reason you're coming on and and that's because it's a very busy time for mad margaret man you've got a new video you've got a best of release coming out so Talk about everything going on in the camp, man. It's great to see that you guys are so active and so busy. Yeah, it, um, things are going great. We we recorded some stuff earlier this year, and um, I was talking to Tom, uh, who runs Paris Records. We've been with them since like '99 or 2000. Some like it's been over 20 years. Right. I told him we had a new song, but we weren't really, you know, we didn't have enough tracks yet for a CD, and he said you know, you guys have been around so long. Uh, why don't we put out like a kind of a retrospective best of thing? And he asked me if I had any unreleased stuff. So I found a song from like 2005 that I really like. that's never been released. And uh, the TV show that we were on earlier this year, the HGTV Rock the Block show, we actually wrote a song for that episode. Um, so we put that on there too. 
Very cool, man. So, so talk, talk a little bit about the song, man. Um, you know, what's, what, what's the genesis of it? And, and <laughs> why did you feel confident enough to, to use this song as kind of the, the lead for everything that's going on right now? Yeah, it, it's called Thief in the Night. Um, my guitar player came up with it. He has his own studio, his own studio. So he recorded like a really great sounding demo for me just of the music. I mean, just a demo he made sounded almost good enough to release like music wise. And uh, so it was real easy to write hearing it like that. Um, it, I spent maybe an hour on it and there's nothing real deep lyrically. It's just uh, just a rock and roll song, sex and no drugs in it, but sex and rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I think we may have uh, touched on this uh, subject the last time you were on the show. And I know you were, you know, working up to, uh, announcing this, you know, um, getting, getting your music played on HGTV. But, yeah. uh, in, in this day and age, doesn't it make more sense just to release singles, you know, instead of like whole albums anymore? Cause, you know, unfortunately we live in a weird time where people just, you know, they just want to hear one song or you could put mm-hmm. it out on Spotify or where, wherever whatever outlets and then you could just sort of like release one song every couple three months and you know maybe by the end of maybe 24 months or something like that you would have a full cd and then maybe you could release the cd in a physical form if anybody's still interested in buying that right no i agree a hundred percent i mean that's the times we live in and that was actually the plan for this song it was just going to be a single uh which you know we've never done that before we've never taken that approach of just putting singles out every few months but that was kind of a plan but then um when tom started talking to me about the best of thing i thought it might be a cool idea just because there are people that really like um the hard copies the cds and stuff and looking at the booklets so um so yeah but uh, you're 100 percent right people cds are becoming a thing of the past and I'm sad about it, but you know, you got to roll with the changes. Right. Well, as, as you can see behind me, I'm an avid collector myself. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, I got literally thousands of CDs. Chris just likes to crumple them up and break them up and throw them in the trash, but yeah, uh, I, I have no use for them at all. <laughs> really? <laughs> here's, here's my collection right here. It's on my phone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what about vinyl? You guys on the, I, I got like the vinyl. I got the turntable okay. and the vinyl and everything going on. I've I've never given that up. I've I've always yeah. had a turntable. So uh and and I, I period periodically will pick up some collector vinyl now and again. You know, it's I, I don't I haven't bought a lot lately, but every now and again if there's like a special release of something uh that I want, uh I, I will go get it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I have and I have one album. <laughs> one okay <laughs> i have i have a copy of ride the lightning that oh, lars, wow. lars gave me i i saw metallic at the cmj festival when they were nobody and um yeah. i was a kid and lars signed it it's it's written on the back of it real big it says buy our shit please and yeah it's signed by lars and it's like it's like yeah i guess people figured that lesson out because a lot of people bought their shit that's for sure yeah Oh, that's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, that's I would hang one. on to that too. Yeah, I, I can't get rid of that one, but dude, I, I don't mm-hmm. know, man. You know, I it's weird the difference between me and Neely with the with the collectability. 
I, I would like to collect more, more stuff, but I just don't, I got real comfortable as a lot of people did with having the space. You know, I used to have, I used to have a wall like Neely has here. And then I had another (laughs) wall of cassettes and, and, you know, and, and now I have the space, which I needed. And, and it is, it is a convenience thing. And, you know, the, the sad part about it, I guess, is it doesn't benefit you guys. For a guy like right. me, it's great. It's great that I can have <laughs> a million albums on my phone. It's not great for you guys because the old days of, you know, you put out a product mm-hmm. and and that helped you guys finance to get to the next one and to the next one right. and the next year. You know, that kind of goes away, no? Yeah, it does. I mean, I just have come to accept that I'm not going to make money um recording songs and putting them out it's just um it's just something that i love doing so i'm going to continue doing it for that reason sure i'm always curious with with the labels that are continuing on and uh, and obviously you're working with the label and and it's great that they're putting out your your best of collection here but what is their incentive do they do they make enough money to keep yeah they 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 do. do yeah i mean we're and we're on an indie label, so there's um, there's not a lot of overhead. Like if you're on a major label, where they used to pump like all this money into promotion and videos and all that stuff, um, you know the overhead's real low. It's just a matter of printing them and getting them out and doing some advertising. So they make money, and we do see money, but it's just nothing really. Um, you know, I'm not going to be buying a new car anytime soon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, Eddie, uh, tell us about, uh, you know, what life is like for, you know, a working band in this. I, I, I don't know if I can even say this yet that it's the post pandemic or, you know, yeah. mid pandemic or whatever, whatever, whatever phase we're in with this current, uh, world situation. But, uh, mm-hmm. what's the, what's the environment like for you and, and your ability to, you know, get out and perform and, you know, actually work? Well, we really, and we've always taken this approach. We've always just been so focused. Um, we don't let anything bother us or stop us or get in the way. So we, you know, we obviously couldn't do anything for a long time, but now that we saw a little window, we just like, we just plowed through like a wrecking ball. I mean, we're, we're playing not the band, the full band, but me personally and my guitar player, we do like, five to six gigs a week. Like tonight I'm hosting an open jam where I supply all the equipment, the PA, the guitars, the drums and musicians all over Atlanta come and jam. And uh, I do that at another venue on Wednesdays, Friday and Saturday. We've been really since May, we've been pretty full like every Friday, Saturday. And I've been doing Sunday acoustic shows. Um, just I've, I've been fortunate it could end tomorrow and I could have no work, but um, we've just been really busy lately. And uh, that's all I do is, is music. So it's, I'm, I'm glad I'm able to keep things going right now. Sure. Well, at least you live in those Southern States where they're not uh, so concerned about lockdowns and right, you know, right. stealing your liberties and your freedoms, much like these blue Northern States. <laughs> Yeah, it's different. We're not, and we're, we've done no road work in two years, which I kind of miss, but, um, we're just, 
going to stay put until things get a little bit better. And uh, sure, yeah. right. How how are the crowds? Are are the does the audience is it is it the same as it always was? Or do you see yeah, a lot it, of people with masks <laughs> or none? Or no, no, nothing. Atlanta, like even in the beginning last year, we started sporadically doing shows like one or two a month and it nothing was different and i'm not gonna say it didn't worry me a little bit because you you see the stuff on the news all the time and uh, you, i have friends that have gotten sick and uh, i've known people that have <laughs> passed away well, of course you got sick <laughs> but um so i'm not saying that it didn't worry me but i just you know you just gotta make a decision one way or the other and uh, we decided to just keep rocking so. Right. Sure. Now, 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 Eddie, tell, tell us a little bit about what all is on the, um, what all songs uh, you chose for the best of. Cause you know, for a lot of people, it's weird. As long as you guys have been around, uh, you know, there's still a lot of people that are still learning about Mad Margaret. Yeah. Well, that's, we've always just been underground. You know, we haven't been on a major label and, and the genre of music we play, you know, went out of style in 91 or 92. So <laughs> it's, um, yeah, we, that's another thing we just had to choose to accept that, you know, if we stick with this, we're always going to be kind of underground and having the fight to get people to notice us and learn about who we are. So, but that's okay. Um, but as far as the CD, the best of what I did is I went back to every CD and I just took two or three songs I really liked from the CDs and, um, I decided normally with like a best of CD, what they do is they, chronologically start with the early stuff hmm. and then you work your way up to the current stuff. I, I did it backwards okay. just because being a indie band, the stuff we recorded back in the nineties, you know, the quality was really bad and <laughs> didn't sound. So I didn't want that people, the first impression to be like a recording. That's not really up to par. So we put our newest stuff first and then you'll gradually hear the recordings getting worse you'll hear my voice getting worse and worse as a <laughs> I, you know when i first started my vocals were, were decent but i got better as i went along so like i cringe a little bit on some of my early stuff but um you know i was just getting started and i i probably noticed more than most people would but um like the really early stuff from the first cd um it's hard for me to listen to <laughs> <laughs> do, do you do you listen to and i i know so many bands that say this you know you guys all seem to never be satisfied with anything that you do you know mm -hmm. you know even the new stuff that you're doing now three months from now you're gonna be like ah oh, i should have added this and the guitar i'm already doing i'm already doing that <laughs> <laughs> you know so is it, how frustrating or or fun i guess it might be fun is it when, especially when you listen back to the old stuff when you were making these decisions with a lot more of a critical ear trying to decide, well, this song or that song. Cause I got to imagine, especially when you get to the older stuff that you probably haven't really bore down and listened to in 15 years or so. Yeah. You listen to it now and you're just like, uh, this sucks. Why'd we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of had that react. I mean, it was, it was cool in some ways because I liked hearing how we've grown as a band and how our songwriting's changed and, and again, like I said, I've changed as a vocalist. So sure. I, I thought that was kind of cool. But yeah, I would, all those songs would be totally different today if I, if I had just done them now. And, um, it's hard to let, like you say, it's hard to let go too of a song because I'm always 
I'll go in and cut vocals and I'll go home and I'm like, I don't like any of this. No, I want to go back and redo it. And eventually you just got to like get to a point where you just cut it loose and um, put it out there. And otherwise you'd just be, you'll never, you'll never stop. And (laughs) a funny story I heard too, I was working with an engineer here in Atlanta who um, his name's Rodney Mills and he used to work with journey and, 38 special and stuff like that. And he told me Steve Perry, as good as a singer as he is, would go in, record, you know, work on a song all day and come back the next day and say, oh, it, it sucked. Let's do it again. And so that <laughs> makes me feel better. <laughs> if he's well, doing that, that makes me feel better. I've known a lot of musicians over, you know, over time. And, and uh, that's a, that's a pretty common thing, you know. I mean, even, you know, even Chris and I doing what we do here on the radio. I mean, if we've uh, done things in the past where we've done like pre-records or, or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, you know, we, we were even, ah, that wasn't very good. <laughs> you know? Right. So that kind of a thing. But so, you know, when you, when you do uh, some kind of a uh, thing of, uh, of a artistic craft of some kind, you're never satisfied. You know, no, it's no different right. than guys who work on their cars all the time. They always got, ah, you know, I put that, uh, you know, that new uh, exhaust system on there, but I'd rather have this one instead, you know, or right. you know, whatever the case may be. But uh, since you're, you know, releasing this uh, retrospective greatest hits, whatever you want to call it, how yeah. many guys, uh, how many of the original band members are still with you after all this year? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> are, you just the, are you just the lone the lone yeah. standout. I'm the sole survivor. Yeah. That, that's one thing I too I did on the booklet is I made a Mad Margaret uh, band timeline. So I went through every little era of the band and listed the guys who played and and um, I went through the whole thing from we actually started even though our first CD was '99. Our we started in 1990. So I went through the whole thing and um. I thought it was kind of cool because I'm still friends with a lot of those guys. Um, so it was kind of like paying tribute to all the different eras of the band and everything. It's just, it's hard to keep four guys focused on the same thing, especially if you're not Motley Crue with, and you have all this money coming in. Um, even those bands, dude, I mean, they've all had members leave and yeah. come back and break up and none of them like each other. So at least right. your guys. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, I looked up some bands like L.A. Guns and stuff, all the different timelines of, of their band, mem- band members, and I think we're doing better than some of them, so sure. we got that at least. <laughs> I think, I think, go ahead, the, Chris. The all-timer is Whitesnake. If you, oh, yeah, yeah. If you look up Whitesnake, they've had like 85 members or something yeah. in your band. Yeah, I think they got us beat, too. <laughs> I think we did a segment on the show like that and, you know, went through with White Snake and LA Guns and whatnot. Uh-huh. And I think LA Guns has had like 60 members. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like Chris said, White Snake has, has had like 80 people filter through that, you know, and, wow. you know, so, uh, you know, and, it, yeah. and a it's band like unusual. White Snake, a band like White Snake, they're literally announcing that they're doing their last tour, but still adding members. They literally right. announced the, they announced this week that they're doing one last tour. They announced last month that they added that Dino Jalusic to the band. It's like, I read that, yeah. you, know, you know, there's no quitting that revolving door. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> 
So you're, you're the you're the David Coverdale of of Mad Margaret. Yeah, basically, yeah. I'm the I'm the Coverdale. Mad Margaret's uh, if you look at us like White Snake, I'm Coverdale. So <laughs> <He's> a, <laughs> and I just uh, I don't know what happened to Tony Katane. We didn't have a Tony Katane. No, so. <laughs> <laughs> we do in this new video though. Okay. So it, yeah, you got to check out the video. We actually put a girl on. We've never done that before. So we got a girl in a cat suit because she's the thief in the night. So um, we went all all 80s on this one. <laughs> now, now, who funded the uh, the video and the production? Did this come out of your pocket, or did you get? Yeah, some, yeah? yeah, we did it ourselves. And um, but it's it's not too hard these days to um, like it was in the old days. I mean, everyone has editing software, and you can find decent people to edit and shoot for you now. Where it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. And um, again, being an indie band, our our video doesn't look like a White Snake video, but it, it's <laughs> you know it, it's I'm happy with it. It's it's cool. Good. Well, well, where where can people find your video? Um, we're gonna post it. It'll be on YouTube starting to um, uh, well Friday. So yesterday, um, it comes up on YouTube, and uh, we'll be posting on our Facebook page and our website, MadMargaret.com. Uh, it'll be on there. And um, I know you guys got some kind of metal TV show. Maybe I can squeeze it in there somewhere. We could, we could get it added to heavy metal television. There's Okay. Well, cool. No question. I'll get with you after the, afterwards about that. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what do you mean you have some kind of metal TV show? <laughs> <laughs> you got to be ashamed of yourself. You don't know heavy metal television. Come on. There. I know heavy metal television. <laughs> but we're not on it, so it, you know when you put us on it, then then elevate us a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, man. Well, dude, one more time, tell people where they where they could go to um to keep up with the band and to buy the best of and to um you know all the all the stuff regarding Mad Margaret. Okay, well, our website is madmargaret.com, and it's Margaret is M A R G R I T T. It's Margaret. Uh, we sell all our merch on there, and then um, it'll be available on all the streaming sites, Amazon, iTunes, um, Spotify, all that stuff. And then the label, Paris, um, they put the CD in stores, but stores don't really carry CDs. So if you go to, like, Best Buy or something, you still have to order it, um, you know, with, especially a band at our levels. We're not, not going to stock our CD. They, they probably have 10 total, so I, I can't see them putting us on their shelves, but you can still go to like Best Buy and um, all those places and Barnes and Noble and order it off the, the site. Okay. And you'll have, but we get more money if you get it directly from us. So go to madmarget.com. And you'll have them at your gigs, right? <laughs> yes. We sell them on our shows. Uh huh. Okay. I've cool. actually got my phone propped up on the uh, case that I sell my CDs right now. So <laughs> my CDs are right below my phone. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, Eddie. Well, we, we appreciate you stopping by again and, you know, keeping us up to date with what's going on with yourself as well as Mad Margaret. And uh, congratulations on the uh, getting, you know, for an indie band, getting your uh, music played on a, I guess you would call it a, a major TV show. I know a lot of people do watch that HGTV. Not one yeah. of my favorite, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I know a lot of people do watch it, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. Very good. Very man. good. All right, uh, Eddie. You want to anything else you want to tell the fans? 
No, man, just thank you for having you, you guys are always so cool. You've had me on for years. Anytime I got something going on, you guys have me on the show, and I, and I appreciate that so much, man. Thank you, guys. Well, we are the baddest sons of bitches in radio. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Eddie. Well, we always, uh, you know, let you close out with a with a tune. So, uh, what what should we play? Um, you probably don't have Thief in the Night yet, do you? The new one. I don't. I guess have. I I, all right. Well, let's go with um. The, you have the song "Liar" off our Love Hate Deception. I do CD. have that. Yes, I so do. Let's go with that one. All right. Well, Eddie, we appreciate you coming on and go check out uh, the new uh, video from Mad Margaret. And go to their website and go pick up some stuff and help support the band. So uh, here it is. It's Mad Margaret with Liar exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out the Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand job.